Let's get back to Sports and Torts with David Spada and Elliot Harris on TalkZone.com. On the phone, we have former New York Giant pitcher, baseball Hall of Famer, Juan Marichal. How you doing, Mr. Marichal? I'm doing fine, thank you. Uh, I'm right here in Miami enjoying this uh, beautiful weather. <laughs> <laughs> kind of similar to the weather in the Dominican Republic growing up. Well, the, the the weather over there is uh, uh, very warm. Also, you know, it's very very nice. You know, I, I'm I'm used to the to the hot climates and uh, uh, sometime when when I visited some city where uh, where they had so many so much snow, sometimes it really really bothered me sometimes. But uh, I, I really enjoyed that also the the, the cold weather. We don't get any snow here in Chicago. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> well, this year, this year I, I I read, you know, and I saw it on the news that Chicago was one of the zones where they have a real, real bad uh, uh, a snowstorm, and uh, I, I think it's getting better now for the for the baseball season. <laughs> Well, we hope so. <laughs> How did you get started playing baseball in the Dominican? Well, I uh, since I was a little kid, I I I, I, uh, I love the game of baseball. You know, I, I grew up uh, watching baseball in my country. You know, uh, uh, amateur baseball and uh, the team that used to go. Uh, around the world and, and, and played a uh, championship and then and I, I used to I used to enjoy it so much you know and I uh, I say to myself someday I, I want to be like one of those players that I was watching you know and thanks uh, uh, God I uh, uh, I become a baseball player so I, I used to tell my mother sometime I I I missed school because I stopped halfway the, there to play baseball, and uh, she got upset and said, "Me, my son, what are you gonna do when you grow up? You know, you you needed uh, a good education." I say, "Well, I want to be a baseball. I'm gonna be a baseball player." <laughs> Uh, you know, at that time, I, I I didn't know that you can you can make money playing baseball. I just want to be a baseball player to to represent my country in uh, in uh, world championship. And uh, lucky enough, you know, I I, I became a baseball player. I I came to the United States and played uh, minor leagues, and uh, I ended up at the major league. So. Uh, uh, I, I keep the promise that I, I, I make to my mother. <laughs> I see that you played in the Dominican Air Force uh, baseball team in the Dominican Republic. There, did you ever? Play yes, against, I did. Did you ever play against Cuba? No, you know, one of my dream was uh, to to go to to go to Cuba and, and, and play baseball because I used to listen to the to the Winter League, and they used to have a real good Winter League baseball. And they used to bring a lot of American players to Cuba to play over there. So I was wishing that uh, maybe someday I, I was able to, to go there and play baseball. And, uh, but what happened was uh, when, I, when I signed as a, as a uh, professional, uh, they, 
didn't have baseball in Cuba anymore, you know, since uh, Castro took over, was no more baseball. So I, that was one of my my dream that never I, I could, uh, you know, I, I couldn't uh, uh, go there and play a little bit. And uh, uh, but uh, you know, I I came to United States and I I, I make a career out of baseball, and uh, I'm very happy about it. Now, I'm old enough to remember watching you pitch, and I remember the high leg kick. But when you started, when you started off pitching, you were a sidearm pitcher, and it's the word is that Bombo Ramos is the one that you styled yourself after as a, a sidearm delivery. Yes, sir. You're right on that. You know, I, I when I was a kid, my my brother-in-law took me to see a baseball game in the city. And one of the pictures on that um, Sunday uh, doubleheader was Bombo Ramos. Uh, when I saw him pitch, I, I came back to, to my, my hometown and I told my friends, I say, I don't going to play shortstop anymore. I'm going to be a pitcher like Bombo Ramos. So I started uh, pitching and I, I, I tried to imitate him, you know, as a... Uh, I didn't know any other way to throw. I thought that the sidearm was uh, was the correct way, and then I, I started to pitch that way, and uh, uh, I pitched three years and in, uh, uh, in amateur baseball in Dominican Republic. I, I I went to the Dominican Air Force. I pitched one year there, and then I became professional and. I came to Michigan City, Indiana in 58, uh, Springfield, Massachusetts in 59. And I, before the season was over, uh, Andy Gilbert, my manager, came up to me and said, uh, uh, why, why do you draw like that? And I don't know what to say, you know. And, uh, I said, well, that's how I learned. So he, he asked me if I ever have any problem with my arm. I say no. So when he asked me that question, I said, well, I, I better tell this guy, this man, the whole truth about uh, the style, you know, about sidearm and all that. So I told him, listen, I, when I was a kid, I saw this man pitch, and I, I, I fell in love with the style, and I, I thought that was a, the, the correct way to throw the ball, and this is how I, I'm throwing like that. So he asked me if I want to learn how to, how to throw overhand. I asked him, what would be the benefit if I, if I learn? He said, well, you would be much, much better pitcher against left-handed hitters. So right away I said, yes, I want to learn. So he took me to the bullpen with two baseball and a catcher. I started to, to try because I never, I never threw overhand before, so I was trying to do it. And it seemed to me impossible to do it without kicking my leg. And and that high leg kicking it started on that day thanks to Andy Gibbons. Was that tough on your back to kick your leg that high? I don't think so. I, I you know, I, I pitch uh, uh sixteen years at the major league level. I, I have back problem before uh, I mean uh, uh after that but I don't know. I don't know if that was because my high leg kicking or, or what. But I, I, I last 16 years, and I, 
I still love the style, and uh, I think I did, you know, pretty good. <laughs> In the minor leagues, were there many Spanish-speaking coaches, managers, players when you were no, coming no, up? No, not at that time. Uh, I remember in Michigan City, we had three Latin players. We have Jose Tardabu that play. Mm-hmm. Played a little bit in the major league. We have uh, uh, another uh, player from Dominican Republic, uh, Rene Marti, uh, a catcher, and myself. Well, that, that was only three. And uh, then uh, we went to, from there we went to spring training. We have Manny Mora, we have Matty Lou, and myself, and a few uh, Puerto Rican players. And then from there we went to Tacoma, Washington. We have another four or five uh, the different players from, from different countries. And, uh, you know, we, we used to have good time uh, with each other, you know, uh, 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 speaking Spanish because we don't know the language too well. And uh, that, that was fun, you know, that was fun. Yeah. yeah. Your first game you threw a one-hitter. Yes, sir. Did you think to yourself, you know what? I could have possibly had a no hitter if I, things would have fallen my way. <laughs> well, uh, I was I was so excited, you know, my my first game at the major league level, you know, against uh, the Philadelphia Phillies, and uh, I remember that day. The, um, uh, that was uh, July 19, 1969 game in in, in Candlestick Park, where the was real windy and cold and uh but at the end i i i, I was so thrilled you know that, that i i was able to pitch one hitter and that hit was uh, uh was a, a player named clay clay dalrymple that hit on the eight and, and one and one third and uh almost a no hitter but i was so so excited so so happy uh, with a one hitter that my first game at the major league and uh, everybody was talking about that. And then your next game, you beat the Pirates and Harvey Haddocks. Yes, sir. On a, yes, on a four hitter. And then the next yes. game, you pitched 10 innings and beat Warren Spahn and, yes, and, 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 uh, and the Braves. So you're, you're three and oh at that point. Yes, I, I, I end up with that, but, you know, in, in, in two months, because uh, I come up uh, July 10, I pitched my first game in July 19, and two, two, two and a half months, I, I end up with six and two, and uh, I think that was pretty good for, for a rookie. <laughs> exactly, I mean, the Giants, you guys had a good team, a great team, you had Willie Mays, you had Willie oh, McCauley. We have, we, we have so many Cepeda. great players, you know, that the, say, hey, kid, you know, Willie Mays, uh, to me, the best player ever. Uh, we have Orlando Cepeda, Felipe Lou, uh, we have Ed Bailey, uh, we have Jim Davenport. Oh, we have, we have a lot, a lot of good players on that team. Did Gaylord Perry ever teach you how to throw the spitball? <laughs> no, 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 no. You know, I, I, I say to everybody to, that, that asks me about Gail Perry, they ask me if he, if he throws spitter, I say, well, I, I know, I never, uh, I never see him throwing, throwing spitter. I, I don't know, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> what about Vaseline? I said, that either, you know, I, I don't see him uh, throwing Vaseline. So, uh, after we both retired, I, I, I read a book, 
and and Gelo saying uh, how he used to hide the 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 the, the vaseline and and how he used to throw it. I and I I come up to him. I say Gelo, Gelo, I. I, I, I always say that you you never throw that, and now you admit it. I say I'm, uh, now the people gonna think that I'm uh, I was lying. <laughs> he said he was a he was a better bat corker than he was spitball pitcher. <laughs> yeah, Gaylor was a good friend, you know, a uh, good teammate, and uh, we get along real well, and uh, we uh, we have good time together. Well, you, you really didn't need the spitball. You had five pitches, the uh, fastball, the slider, the change, the curve, the screwball. You know, you, you didn't need a six-one. Did you have a favorite pitch that you enjoyed throwing the most? No, I, I used to, I used to uh, identify the, the pitch that was working uh, good on, that, on the day I was pitching. And I, and I, used, to, I used to go to... To that pitch, if that was a fastball, I, I throw more fastball. Was a slider against right-handed hitter, or uh, maybe the screwball against left-handed hitter. So uh, I, I never, I, 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 I never uh, choose just one. I, I just choose the one that was working on that day. You won more games than any pitcher in the '60s, but didn't win a Cy Young award. Was that just because the competition in the National League with the Bob Gibsons and the Sandy well, Koufaxes were so tough? Well, so many good pitchers, you know, and 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 remember those days was only one one side young for both for the both leagues. But uh, I don't know. I think I I, I think I I, I could have won one or maybe more than one because uh, when you win uh, 25 games twice, you win 26 and uh, low ERA and. Uh, uh, I, I I think you should you should win uh, at least one, but I don't know I don't know uh, uh, whoever the uh, uh, vote uh, to to choose uh, the the Cy Young they, they they don't think I I, I deserve a Cy Young I would, well it's okay with me you know in '68 when you went 26 and nine you threw. 325 and two-thirds innings. Nowadays, if a guy throws 200 innings, it's considered a lot. Well, but, but you yeah. know what happened in, in, in that year in '68. Uh, I, 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 yes, I complete 30 game. I went 26 and all that. But Gibson, Gibson come up with a 1.12 ERA, and, yeah. and 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 that's why the, he 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 won the on that year. And I think he deserved because he was a. Uh, to have that ERA, you know, uh, he, he went, uh, I think he went 22 and 12, something like that. And, and I keep asking myself, how can he ever lose that many games with that ERA? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you weren't too shabby either with that game you pitched against Warren Spahn that time in 63 when you guys went, what, 16 innings? 16 innings. I threw 227 pitches on that on that game, and uh, thanks to Willie Mays, you know, he hit a long fly ball to left field and the bleachers for for the only runs, and uh, that was uh, that was one. Uh, I think that was the best game I ever see, you know. And and it's a book now came out. Um, 
talking about one fan of myself on that game and uh, the title the title of that book is uh, is uh, the greatest game ever pitched and I think about that game I I, I think they gave him a, a, the the right title because that was a, that was a, some kind of game because you both won 16 innings I mean yes sir yes sir both now pitchers take three games to go 16 innings. <laughs> well, you know, today with all the money the players make, the pitchers make, you know, they have, they have to they have to protect those guys, you know, and they they want to be sure that those guys don't don't get hurt because they throw too many pitches. But I think that's wrong because the only way you can have a strong arm is by throwing. If you don't throw enough, you can get hurt easy. I don't remember you ever having a sore arm or anything like that. I just, you, it seemed like every every fourth day you were out there pitching for the Giants. Well, I I, uh, I was on the mound every four days, like you say, that every four days of my, my whole career, I was on the mound with three day rest every four days, and I, I pitched. 16 years that way, and uh, thanks God, never happened. Nothing happened to my arm in those those years. When we mentioned the greatest game ever pitched, I mean, you held Hank Aaron 0 for six, so you're two of the greatest players in baseball in that game, and Mays and Aaron. Well, uh, yes, uh, was, was a lot of good players, though, know, and, and Hank was one one of them. You know, when 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 you have to face a hitter like Hank. Uh, you have to be lucky to 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 get him all for six because he was one of the best and uh, uh, one of the best long ball hitter, home run hitter, and uh, that's why he hit uh, over seven hundred. And uh, when you face a guy like him, you have to pray and hope that you make the right pitch and then uh, he hit it right back to somebody. How challenging was it to pitch in Candlestick Park? Because I can remember one of your teammates, Stu Miller, being blown off the mound by the, the wind there. <laughs> well, it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. You know, you pitch at the afternoon game there, and about one thirty to 2 o'clock, that wind started blowing there, and, and that that was bad. And, you know, at the beginning, we had the dirt infield, you know, and uh, when the uh, wind stopped blowing and uh, and, and, and you get dust in your eyes, you know, I, I think that was because uh, when you have uh, hitters that can't see too well, it's easy for you to get them out. How did you only play in one World Series with the Giants when you guys were averaging 90 wins a year in the 60s? I don't know. I don't know. We have We have a great team. But for some reason, some of the team uh, came out ahead of us, especially the, the Dodgers, uh, St. Louis, uh, Cincinnati. And, in, in well, in 62, we were the one. You know, we, we went that year. Uh, we, had to, we had to play a, a playoff against the Dodgers to, to become a national uh, uh, championship title. And then... Uh, we played good series against the Yankees. You know, we played the whole seven game series, and um, that was that was some kind of some kind of game that we played each other. You know, against uh, against uh, the Yankees in 1962. Can you still see the the ball that McCovey hit 
Oh my caught, God! It, that that was the, that was some some kind of line drive, you know. Uh, if we if we hit that ball a little bit higher, I think that ball today that that ball is still uh, in the air traveling. You know that he hit us so hard that when Bobby Richardson catch that ball, he went almost down in one knee, you know, to because the ball was hit so hard. If he didn't catch that ball, would have killed him. <laughs> I think so. Yes. Who was the toughest guy you had to pitch to in your career? Anybody, anybody that came to the play with a bat was tough. But uh, those days, you know, when, when you talk about tough hitter, you know, you have to think about Billy Williams, Roberto Clemente, Willis Targell, Ron Sano from the Chicago Cubs. Uh, uh, so many, so many great hitters. Duke Snyder from the Dodgers. Uh, uh, Tommy Davis. With so many great hitters those days that uh, I, I, I can I can mention uh, uh, hundred players that uh, today they become a superstar. It helped that you didn't have to face Willie Mays though. Well, uh, yeah, lucky enough. <laughs> I, I was so so lucky that I I came to the to United States to play baseball and to have Willie Mays as a teammate, you know, and a guy playing center field, controlling the game for you. That you know, you have to be you have to be very lucky to to end up in a situation like that, you know. Play with Mays, McCovey, Cepeda, the Alou, and uh, and uh, Bobby Bonds, and and Tom Haller. There's so many, so many great players. Uh, Jimmy Ray Hart, um, Jim Davenport. Oh, so many, so many great ones. Well, you know, Pete Rose hit you pretty good, but he also spoke extremely uh, highly of your ability as a pitcher too. Well, I think Pete Rose hit everybody well. Yeah. <laughs> when you the the the, the 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 guy that had the most hit in baseball, you have to be you have to be good. You have to hit against everybody. And he was he was one of the greatest hitters I ever faced. Everybody what? asks you about the Johnny Roseboro incident. How hard was it on you? Very hard. Very hard. Oh yes. Because uh, it happened, and uh, uh, and even today, you know, the, the so many years since that happened, uh, I, I wish, I regret what happened, you know, and uh, I, I tell the people how sorry I I was because what what happened on that day, and but it happened. And uh, there's nothing I can I can do to to erase that 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 incident. So, but I'm very I'm very sorry of what happened on that day. Yeah. But but he was the instigator. He's the one who started it. Well, but uh, you know, uh, I I think I, I I made a mistake by using the bat and. It showed to, to, to a lot of people that, that I was a, the bad guy. 
but I, uh, you know, I, uh, sometimes I tell people that I, I was provoked and uh, that the whole thing happened because, because, uh, because what, he, what he did, what he said, and uh, all that thing, you know. But uh, I'm, I'm, I don't want to talk about that anymore because uh, Johnny passed away and uh, um, we become real good friends after the, what happened. I become real good friends to the to his uh, widow and, and daughter and uh, and I, I, I wish I wish people can forget that and, and and not to talk about that anymore. But while you weren't getting voted into the Hall of Fame in your first few years of eligibility, he he spoke up and said that you should be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, that was very nice of him. That was very nice. And uh, and after that, you know, I. Well, I, I I end up I end up at the Dodger organization, and uh, I remember that he he come up in public and 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 tell the Dodgers fans to forget about that incident and uh, that I was uh, part of the Dodger family. So that was very 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 nice of him doing that, and I got uh, a lot of respect for him after what he did. Did you have a favorite stadium to pitch in? Beg your pardon? What was your favorite stadium to pitch in? Stadium? Yes. Well, the Dodger, the, 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 the Ravine was one because, uh, uh, every time the Giants go to, to, to face the Dodgers in Los Angeles, uh, that, that place was always packed. And I, 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 I used to love to pitch in, in, in the stadium with, with, you can't find that empty seat, and and that was one of them. Maybe uh, Shea Stadium in New York because it was lots of Dominican people, lots of Latin people there. I used to love to pitch there. I used to love to pitch against the the, the Cincinnati Reds against the Pirates. Uh, I I think if you if you see my 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 records, you know my win and loss. I think I was. I, I think I, I did much better against good team that that so so uh, club. Did you have a favorite manager? Uh, you know, uh, Alvin Dark uh, treated me real well. Uh, I remember I can never forget what he did uh, after I I flew from Dominican Republic to Phoenix, Arizona. I, I was getting homesick because I left my my fiance in Dominican. So now I I, I want to get married and bring her over here. So I asked Alvin that permission to do that, and he he uh, he agreed. And uh, I never forget that. I never forget that. I, I went back to Dominican. I I got married, bring my my wife here, and uh, we were happy. And I forget the the whole thing. And I I started to pitch. Uh, trying to to help my team and uh, with with no problem in my in my mind, my head, and uh, and I, I, I can never I can never forget what Alvin Dark did for me in 1962. Also, uh, uh, Herman Frank was uh, uh, a good man. Uh, it, I I used to love Herman Frank because if you got any any different with him. Uh, he come up and tell you whatever he wanted to say right on your face. 
and I, I used to love that. Talk to people face to face, and I, that's why I, I used to love Herman Frank. Now, when you brought your wife over, did you tell her that spring training was the honeymoon, or how, how did that work out? <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, yeah, she know she know that uh, that I was in in Phoenix, Arizona, and that I was uh, in, in spring training. So uh, we we flew together from Dominican to Phoenix, Arizona, and she seemed to like it. You know, and she was very young; she was only seventeen years old, and uh, uh, but. Uh, we get together and, uh, and, uh, was so, such a good decision, you know, that today, uh, it's, uh, 52 years since, since we got married and we have a, a wonderful family. I have 13 grandchildren. I got one great, great, uh, uh, children and, uh, with uh, a happy family. Your last manager was another legend, Walter Alston. Walter Alston, a great man, yes, a great man. I, I had a lot of respect for that man. He, uh, I remember him that he signed, I don't know, uh, about 25 or maybe, maybe more one year contract with the Dodgers. And, uh, and, and he was, uh, he was a great manager, yes. That's back when Tommy Lasorda was the third base coach. Tommy Lasorda, a good friend of mine, you know, he, he came to Dominican, he managed in Dominican, uh, two teams, uh, Escojido and Licey, and, uh, he, people love him. People love him in Dominican because, uh, we, we, we say that he's, uh, the Dominican ambassador. Uh, to, to the world. So, uh, we, we really, the, the whole country love Tom Lasorda. What does he eat in the Dominican Republic? Does he still eat Italian food down there? Does he eat? <laughs> <laughs> they, they get a nickname for him. You know, we have, uh, we have a, a dish that um, a lot of people like that dish. Is it that, uh, the, we call it, uh, this, the stripe, you know, from the, from the, from the cattle? Yes. This right, and uh, we call him Mondongo, Mondongo, and they the people call Tamla Soda La Mondonga in Dominican because he he say I don't know if it's true, but he keeps saying that he ate Mondongo every day for three months in Dominican Republic. So uh, he must like it very much, and I, um, a lot of people like that that dish in Dominican. It's uh, it's uh, one of our main dish in Dominica. When you finally were voted into the Baseball Hall of Fame, what what was your induction like in Cooperstown? Well, that was very, very excited. You know, I was so excited that I uh, I completely forget my my speech. You know, I think that was a sh- one of the shortest speech ever in 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 Cooperstown, and I I, I forget to mention. Uh, all and every people that helped me through my career, you know, to to uh, in amateur ball, in in minor league balls, and at the major league level, with so many people that helped me to become uh, a a good pitcher at, at the major league level, and to to develop my 
my my well I should say my my talent you know uh, to become a, a major league pitcher and uh, but because I was I was so excited you know when I when I went to that stage seeing all these Hall of Famers there uh, and I feel like I feel like a kid you know I, and 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 watching players that I they used to be my they used to be uh, uh, the player that I, I I was so excited just watch them or, or or reading about them and and now I'm part of that of that stage with so many great ones I, I I was very excited who was your favorite player growing up growing up uh, two two players from 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 United States was one was Duke Snyder and one was um, uh, the the barber was uh, what's the name uh, Sal Magley Sal Magley uh, maybe because he was a pitcher and they they used to say that. He shaved the, the the hitter by throwing to the chin and and all that. And I used to I used to like to hear about those uh, those uh, story and uh, those two and and then uh, uh, Jackie Robinson, uh, Willie Mays. Those, those guys was uh, well known in, in my country, and I, I I used to follow them. Are you going to get a statue like the Willie McCovey did and Mays did at Giant Stadium? It's one of myself there. Where's your statue at? At the, uh, uh, the well, it's a, it's a street there that cross Third uh, Street, where, where they have the the uh, the souvenir uh, store. Uh, that not not to the front because in front they got Willie Mays, and uh, they have one what they call it McCovey Cove. Uh, and this one is in the other side of uh, of of the stadium. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of people go there to take a picture of, uh, of my 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 statue. What was it about the All Star Game that you did so well? I mean, you had a, a 0. 0.50 earned run average. You were the MVP well, you know, in the those days, I, I remember those days when 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 we supposed to. Uh, play, you know, uh, in the All-Star game against the American League, we used to have a meeting. And the, 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 the league president, the league president uh, used, to, used to come to the clubhouse and, and give us some speech about how the game should be played, uh, how important it was for us to, to, to be there, to, to be the, the American League. And, uh, we try, we try, I think every player try very hard to become a, a, a winner on that game. And, and those days, uh, the National League was, uh, uh, taking over the, the, uh, over the, the American League. We, we went so many, so many uh, all-star games, and all of a sudden the whole thing changed. And the American League started winning, and uh, you never know. Uh, today, today is uh, uh, different because you don't know uh, which team going to win. When the Giants sold you to the Red Sox, what did that feel like? 
Uh, uh, well, playing for so many years and and, and 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 switching from San Francisco to the Red Sox or, or the Boston, you know, uh, lucky enough, you know, the city and the people were they were they were so nice and and Boston is a great city, but it, it, it's a it's a it's a complete the whole the whole situation the whole change when you when you go from 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 the team after 15 years you go to a different team uh, almost at the end of your career it, it, it's it, it's not fun you know it's not fun it's not comfortable did it help having Luis Tian part of that team yes Luis Tian and uh, Orlando Cepeda was there uh, Diego Segui was there. It was quite a few, quite a few. Uh, I remember a, 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 another pitcher, Roger Moret. He was there, and uh, we have we had a great team. And then I I, I got hurt again in in, in '74, and the, the following year they they end up winning. Did uh, Tian share any of his Cuban cigars with you? Oh yeah, Tian. I I never smoke, but uh, Tian he, he loved those uh, big cigars, you know. Uh, oh yes, uh, he liked that. Nowadays, there's a lot of ball players that come from the Dominican Republic, but when you were coming up, I guess Ozzy Virgil Sr. was the the first one to make it. Yes, and, and he played yes. for the New York Giants and then Felipe Alou. Yes, and then you. Do you well, think that, that Julian, Julian Javier was there also? Okay. Okay, and was a player was a player played for the for the uh, Washington Senator, you know, Rudy Hernandez. Okay, but he was the, he was in that group, you know. But but most of the, the uh, ball players were from Cuba or Puerto Rico. Do you look at yourself as something of a, a pioneer as a Dominican? Well, well, I say the pioneer was uh, Ozzy and, and Philippe, and uh, maybe you can count me in in, in that group because I, I was uh, maybe maybe the fourth or the fifth. And uh, after that, uh, I would start getting more players every year back to the major league. And and today we have we have uh, uh, I don't know maybe hundred players at the at the major league level. And in minor league we have hundreds of players yeah. at the major and the minor league level. The game has changed since when you were, and Bob Gibson were pitching, and you guys like to pitch inside. Would you <laughs> would you have been able to adapt to the to the the way they they make pitchers pitch today without uh, without coming inside so much? Well, the only thing I didn't like about today's game, at, uh, when you talk about that, is that sometimes, sometimes you might you might want to come in to to a player with no intention to intention to 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 hit him or hurt him, and and the umpire get in between right away, and and, and they, they they think you you. You throw it to that to the hitter, and that that is wrong, because I think the the pitches you have such of a, a, a zone where he should be able to throw the pitch, because I can show the hitters uh, a, a ball inside, and maybe my intention is to get him out with the ball outside, but I want to show him a ball real tight inside. 
I make it make him think that I'm going to pitch him in there, and maybe uh, I do the opposite. I, I want to get him out with the ball outside, and I think the pitcher should have the right to do that. And, and today, sometimes ball not even close, and the umpire got in between, and and and, uh, and if you throw another one, you might be uh, you very. Soon you can be out of the game, and you can hurt the team, you can hurt the players, and uh, and, and anything can happen. Do you think a, the front of yours, Pedro Martinez, is ever going to make the Hall of Fame? Well, he got the numbers. He was a, a great pitcher. He was a great pitcher, and uh, too bad he didn't he didn't last uh, too long. But uh, let me tell you, he was one of the best. The year he pitched, he he showed he showed the the whole baseball world that when he got the ball, he 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 was the the boss on the mound. Another great show today, Elliot. Definitely, I enjoyed your interview with Bill Madlock, and I enjoyed talking to Juan Marichal. I remember him pitching against Bob Gibson, among others. Probably the greatest pitcher not to win a Cy Young award since they've had the Cy Young Award. That delivery just threw me. He had that foot up at 11 o'clock, his left foot, when he was pitching. I don't know how he did it. And he did it his whole career. Well, and to think that he started off as a, a side armor and then changed it when he got to the minor leagues. An amazing transformation. I'm David Spade with Elliot Harris. and want to thank you again for listening to Sports and Torts here on TalkZone.com.